Welcome to the Untrue Show, Episode Seven. Happy New Year! This is Episode Seven, and it is the first episode for the 2017 year, and I'm excited because it's a good topic. And yeah, how's y'all's year going so far? I'm officially recording this on January 1st, so we're only a couple hours into the new year, but. In Atlanta, it's been a rainy couple of hours. It's been raining literally all day and literally all night. I was going to go out for New Year's walk to where I was going, but we had to have a a backup rain plan because we didn't want to get our hair wet and we looked too cute. So um, my friend and I ended up with a backup plan for the night. That was more fun. I think the the best part of having good friends is that you can make a good time anywhere you go. And this is one of my friends that I can do that with, my friend Jana. Like anytime I do something with her, it's always a good time. We're always laughing and enjoying each other's company. And this was no exception. We made the best out of the night, regardless of the rain and fireworks and all that stuff that were going on. So happy new year to y'all. I hope you guys had a great New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. And I'm just excited about 2017. I don't know. um, I can't remember the last time I felt this excited about a new year. Last year, I was just having the roughest time and the roughest season around this, this, this day in 2016, like 2016, January 1st, I was having the roughest time just with myself, just with work and where I was in life. So it's nice this year to kind of see things from a totally different perspective and to just feel optimistic about where everything's going and excited. And that's what I really feel. And I hope that for everyone else out there. And if you're not feeling excited, I hope that you've set yourself up with the right goals and resolutions to really take this year by the horns and make it your own. So I normally start off with trending topics, and I know the last episode I didn't, but this episode is actually based around one big trending topic. So I want to say it was Christmas Day or the day after Christmas, I saw a big announcement that one of my favorite celebrities is getting engaged or got engaged over the holidays, and it was Serena Williams. And she announced her engagement to a Reddit co-founder, Alexis Ohanian, on Reddit, by the way, which is totally cool. Um, on a I said yes thread. I'm not sure if you guys have used Reddit, but it's I would consider it a social media website where there's a lot of forums. And one of my favorite things to watch on Reddit are the AMAs, which is Ask Me Anything threads. And a lot of times they'll get a celebrity to come on and do these Ask Me Anythings and you can ask them any questions and they'll try to answer as many as they can. I want to say it's over an hour. I'm not sure how long the time period is, but I like Reddit Ask Me Anythings. And working in social media, I know a lot of people don't really work with Reddit or use Reddit, but I've actually you know, been active on Reddit threads or followed Reddit threads due to working in technology. We, one of the companies I worked for actually had a referring, um, Reddit thread that referred a lot of traffic to our website. So I was always monitoring it to see what people were saying and to, um, just follow along. Like if there was negative things on there and yeah, so you always want to be aware of, what people were saying about your brand. So I would constantly just monitor those things. But I really like the AMA threads. That's definitely the one that I follow the most. And I didn't even know Reddit had an app. So thanks, Serena Williams, for shouting out the Reddit app because now I will download it. But anyway, 
Reddit is cool. Um, I don't know if it's like a super popular social media website, but it's pretty popular. There's a lot of people that use it. I'd say it's mostly males. A lot of men are on there and a lot of tech conversations. And of course, the Ask Me Anything threads are pretty popular as well, like I said. But anyway, the thing that I noticed about this engagement was that I have really never seen any pictures of Serena with her fiance. Um, I follow Serena across most social media sites. I think across Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat for the most part, or the majority where she posts stuff. And what I've noticed is that she never really posts anything about being in a relationship with this guy. All I can remember is like one Halloween post where she's wearing a costume. She's standing next to a guy in a costume and her costume says bear trap. And he's dressed as a bear. I didn't think anything of this picture when I saw it because they're literally standing next to each other like buddies, like friends and smiling. And it's Halloween. So I was like, oh, you know, Serena's costume looks cute. I didn't even give him a second thought when I saw this picture around Halloween time this year. So it got me to thinking about why I really appreciate not seeing images of her love life and her personal relationships. I love the brand of Serena Williams and how she does put pictures out there about her life. She does a lot of Snapchats. She does a lot of social media posts, but I've never seen this guy. She's just showing how awesome her life is and how great everything she's doing is and all about her career and her social is about herself and her life and her love life. She set a boundary to not share all that stuff, which I think is great. So as a single dating woman myself, I'm constantly thinking about how to best guard my love life. Love in the age of digital is so hard. There's the fear of missing out. There's general sharing of basic couple activities. Then there are people out there who are in relationships who just show off um, everything that they do in a relationship. And it's so closely attached to who they are. And I think that all those things are okay. It's different for each of us. But I believe that we all have to have digital boundaries around our love lives and and what we want to put out there and what we want to share. So that's what the episode today is going to be all about, just digital boundaries around our love lives. I'm not really sure if you guys know this, but it's actually engagement season, almost right in the middle of it. it an engagement season starts on Thanksgiving and it ends on Valentine's Day. So right in this little period or stretch of time, people are, the most people are getting engaged. And for those of us who aren't in relationships, it's like, wow, there's so many engagements happening and it's, you see them on Facebook, you see them on Instagram. And then the news runs all the stories about people getting engaged and it just happens. I mean, it, it, it's not something that you're like fantasizing about, like, dang, all these people see when they're getting engaged. No, it is the season for engagements. And that's where we are. Um, but I have some tips around just how to, to establish some digital boundaries around your dating life. There's there's just four of them that I'd love to share with you guys. And the first one would be don't rely on likes and comments to make you feel good. So I know that it's hard because that's the world we live in. We want to share and we want people to affirm what we're sharing through likes and comments and shares and agreeing with what we're posting. But that doesn't define who you are and it and it doesn't make you better to have more or less likes. Like it doesn't make you a better person if you have more or less likes than the next person. Like it just means you have more likes than them or more comments than them. That's cool. Um, 
you should like what you're posting and not be too focused on who else does because people might not even like it. They might not really care. You don't know, but how do you feel about it? For me, I just always think like, do I feel good about what I'm putting out there? Is this energy positive? Is this something that I want my boss to see because my bosses do look at social media and oftentimes they're looking at mine. Is this something I want my mom to see? Because I've gotten several phone calls from my mom regarding posts on social media on networks that she's not even on. I remember one time she called me about a Snapchat post that I posted sharing a dress that I was wearing to a wedding. She doesn't even have Snapchat. So That just goes to show you, like, whatever you post out there, be ready to be accountable for your posts. Someone might come up to you and say, well, why did you post this? What does this mean? And you want to be able to say, like, oh, I was having a really great time that day. I just wanted to share my adventure. For me, I just wanted to share my dress that I had because it was really cute, and I want everybody to see it. And I liked it, and I wanted to talk about where I was wearing it. And I think I tried it on. I was like, hey, I'm trying on this dress. Don't you like it? It was such a deal. I got a great deal on it. But and it made me feel good in it. So that's what I was sharing. But again, you have to be ready to answer for what you're posting. And don't feel like people have to react to it to make you feel validated. It does not validate you. You are amazing. You're awesome. Regardless of if a thousand people like your post or one, look at it that way, because that's the truth. So the second thing I would say is, Don't look at what other people are posting as the guideline for what your life should be like. I will see some people like jump into a relationship and want to share and tell the world that they're with someone and change all their profile pictures. And that's really great. I think it's brave of them to do that. And and I'm not going to unfriend them because they do do it. I'm like, okay, you know, you're with someone new. Can't wait to meet them because we're friends, whatever, whatever. But that doesn't change what I'm going to post. I'm not going to get into a relationship and post my change all my pictures first off because I've already established that's not what I'm going to do. That's not who I am online. And that's not what I want to put out there. That's, that's against my digital boundary. So I'm not going to do it, but don't look at what someone else is doing and say like, Oh, I got to be at that point in life or, Oh, I need to be doing that too because this person is doing it. Cause it's just not healthy to compare yourself to other people. You don't really know what they've done to get to the level they've gotten to or what they've had to sacrifice to get to that level as well. So I'm not sure if you guys have seen this before, but I have some Facebook friends who they, I know they've been married before and they like splashed up all these wedding pictures, but magically all those pictures have disappeared. Their last name has changed and they've, they've taken all that stuff down and it happens. I mean, this it's it's life. Changes happen. People get married and maybe things just don't work out. But you don't really know the full story based off what someone is showing you online. They're putting their best foot forward and their best photos forward. Like you wouldn't put a photo up of yourself with crumbs on your mouth or stains on your shirt or like what I'm wearing right now is literally like pajamas and my scarf over my head and my house slippers. I'm probably not going to post a selfie. I'm definitely not going to post a selfie like this. So I want to put out the pictures where I look really nice, like my New Year's Eve picture 
not the ones where I'm just chilling, bumming, which sometimes I might show that, but not right this second. So think of it that way. Be careful how you judge what other people are putting out there because they might be sharing that they're in a relationship. But like I said, you don't know what they went through to get there and what they're putting up with to stay there. Just be focused on the grass that you're watering in your own lawn and not how green someone else's is. Focus on yourself and your boundaries, not how they're living their life. Yeah, so I wrote notes in a notebook this time and I'm trying to turn the page. The page is stuck, so bear with me for a second. (laughs) Sorry about that. But my third thing is, it kind of ties into the last one I just said, but stick to your boundary. Regardless of what anyone else is doing, stick to what you know is a good fit for you. For me personally, I like to share my life on social media, but not every single part of it. You're not going to see me opening Christmas presents. That was one thing I'm like, uh, I think that comes off a little bit pretentious. I don't really like when other people post pictures of every gift that they're opening. And I think I, I remember seeing on Facebook someone open like at least six to ten different designer boxes Christmas morning. And they showed every different box, took pictures of every different one of them. That's cool if you want to do it, but I just don't like it. Um, I don't really like looking at them and I don't want to post that for myself. So I'm not going to do it. And when it comes to my love life and my relationships, I'm not the person who's going to tag and share photos of the person I'm with a couple weeks or months in. That's just not my character and that's not the brand I'd like to put out there for myself. So that's just not what I do. And I also have a boundary against subtweeting or shading people in my statuses. The big thing lately or right before New Year's was people don't know how many of y'all I'm leaving in 2016. I'm leaving so many people behind. And I heard, I think it was my hairstylist told me that someone or one of her Facebook friends got on there and was like, here's a list of all the people I'm leaving in 2016 and tagged them on Facebook. Sounds like a recipe for disaster. I definitely would not recommend anybody do that. I I was not a fan of those posts. Like I'm leaving, I'm leaving all these people behind, or I'm leaving so many of y'all in the dust in 2016. It creates drama because think about how many of your followers or friends are probably think, dang, is she leaving me behind? Who is she talking to? It creates what I'd call mess in your life. You don't want that mess. So I never looked at resolutions or the year closing as a time to leave people behind I looked at it as a time for me to better establish my boundaries because there's some there's some relationships that that don't have clear boundaries and you need to set more clear ones before you take to social media to talk about how you're going to leave all these people behind maybe you're the problem and that's what those posts made me think about like dang Maybe if I had to write a post like that, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I need to fix me because I can only control my boundaries, not anyone else's. You can't control how people react to the boundaries that you set. You just have to set them. If you don't set them, then you pretty much have screwed things for yourself. So let's see. The fourth one that I have here is communicate. Talk about how you feel about sharing photos and communicating about each other online if you're in a relationship with someone. My last two relationships, we did this. We talked it over. Um, boyfriend number one from those last two, I told him, I was like, hey, you know, um, 
how do you feel about, you know, sharing your relationship on social media? He was actually divorced, so he was not interested in tagging photos or, you know, tagging me and to say that we're in a relationship together. Okay, I I accepted that, understand it, but I, um, I mean, to some extent, I was kind of hurt by it. Like, dang, are we just never going to be public on Facebook? But I was a little bit younger then, and boyfriend number two was a little bit more recent than that, and we talked it over, and I felt like. I would have been comfortable sharing our relationship a little bit more online and being more public about it after a certain time or a certain length of time. And we just didn't hit that period. And I think it's good that we didn't share those photos and those experiences online. It's not that I didn't take any pictures. I just didn't share them on social media. And I think that he was okay with that because we were going places and we were sharing memories together through photos. I just wasn't throwing them up on on the gram or throwing them up on Facebook for public consumption just because we were still learning about each other. And that's the thing about relationships, I think, for me, is that I don't necessarily want to broadcast to the world that we went to a place or we're getting to know each other. And I still just don't know you like that for me to put you in my Instagram picture. Like, I don't know you that well. Um, I'm not ready to introduce you to my my followers or to my family who who follow me on social media as a person that I'm engaging with or I'm talking to. So we're not even on that level yet. I definitely don't want to to put you out there as someone I'm associated with. Like, I don't know if I want to be associated with you. That's what you go on dates for and what you get to know someone and build relationships and friendships with for, because you're trying to see if you do want them in your life. And sometimes you just don't. And I think that that's okay. It's okay to, to go through that exploration period where you're like, do I even want to introduce you to my parents? Because I remember for my birthday a couple of years back, I had a party at the W Hotel in Midtown here in Atlanta. And um, at the time, I was seeing this guy. And I think we'd literally been on maybe three dates before I invited him to my birthday. And he showed up to my birthday. And um, almost immediately, I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to see this guy again just because how he was acting at my birthday. Uh, and, and again, my birthday was at the W hotel. So he shows up at the hotel, he gives me a gift and, um, he, he buys me a glass of champagne, but he complained about the price of it. And I'm like, it's my birthday. So just little things like that. And I was kind of like, well, I just don't think I'm feeling this guy to continue dating him. And I kind of realized that that night, um, and my parents were there. So they walked up to me and they told me good night for the evening and they were leaving. Cause I mean, it was at the W hotel and it was more of a younger crowd. And we had had dinner before going upstairs to just have the, the party part of the evening. And the guy was standing next to me when my parents walked over to say good, good night and goodbye. I did not even introduce them to him. And for good reason, like I said, I had already made up my mind, like, this last time I'm going to see this guy ever. And I did not want to introduce him to my parents because I knew that in my mind, he was not someone that I felt like would stick around for a multitude of reasons. I didn't even go into all of them here, but I think you guys have heard enough. So anyway, the next day I was talking with my parents about um, the guy and, and just about the night and told them how I had a great time, how it was a great turnout. A lot of my friends came out. A lot of my family came out. And my birthday, it, that night, it was rainy. So I was just really, I felt good. I was excited about it. And, of course, my mom was like, well, who is that guy? 
why didn't you introduce us to him? Why didn't you tell us his name? Why didn't you tell us anything about him? Why haven't we heard about him? And give she was giving me the third degree about this guy. And I, to this day, I don't even remember the guy's name. That's how irrelevant he is to my love story in life. <laughs> so I told her, I said, you know, look, I've been out with this guy a couple times. He's not the guy for me. And I gave her a couple reasons, like, here's why. Kind of gave her the rundown about it, left it there, and just let her know, like, I don't want to introduce every single guy I go on a date with to you guys. Because if they're not going to stick around, they're not going to stick around. This guy is not a good fit for where I am in life and where I would like to go. So I'm not introducing him to y'all. That's one of my boundaries. I'm not going to introduce someone to my parents that I just know I'm never going to go out with again or that I have no future with. So I think the sooner that I became really clear about who I was or who I am, the easier it it becomes and it remains to be that I can stick to the boundaries that I've set. Like I have never taken a picture of myself opening a gift because I just don't like it. And I've never um, posted a picture of myself when I've immediately started dating someone just because I know that's just not the direction I want to go in. So the sooner you kind of identify who you who you are and what you'd like to represent online, you kind of have a really clear understanding of this is against against that or this is not a part of my digital boundaries or this is not a part of my digital being and I'm not going to put it out there. I want to stick to my guns and I want to show this part of my personality, but I want to guard this part of part of my life and I don't necessarily want to show this to everybody. And it's safer if I just keep it to myself. I think that having values in the age of digital is a beautiful thing. <laughs> and what I mean by that is not oversharing, but sharing just enough to feel a part of the social digital community. Like I I feel like I share just enough and not overshare and I, I appreciate other people who do the same thing. Like I said, I really appreciate the brand of Serena Williams who shares about her life, but didn't necessarily broadcast it to the world that she was dating this guy. And I, I feel like she dropped hints along the way and he dropped hints too. Like I saw a couple tweets where, and I think it was Instagram posts and tweets as well, where he posted a video of her Vogue 73 questions which I mentioned that last episode, the 73 questions with Simone Biles, but I saw his tweet and then watched uh, Serena's 73 questions. And in her duration of those 73 questions through Vogue magazine, which the video is someone from Vogue films, another person, in this case, Serena Williams, they follow her around with a camera, maybe through one aspect of her day. And they ask her 73 questions, kind of like rapid fire questions and some of them are at random. I never really see them do the same question twice. Serena's was interesting because they included like a, a viewer submission where this guy was like, I'm having a baby. What should I name him? And her suggestion was Grant. It was so random, but it was cute. She answered it well. She, but regardless, a couple of her answers kind of pointed to her love life and her relationships. But the funny thing is the media hung on to one thing she said, but not to the things she said about Reddit. There was one question where they asked her, who's the funniest person that you know? She said, Aubrey. 
people took that and ran with it as her saying Drake was the funniest person that she knows they're dating. But another question in the video stood out to me, especially after seeing her fiance's tweet about it. And that question was, what's your favorite app? And when she was asked that, she said Reddit. So he shared the tweet as thanks, Serena, for saying that Reddit is your favorite app. Nothing really too personal about it. But, you know, just just like I said, saying thanks, Serena. We're glad you like Reddit and we're we're excited that you like it. Our engineers are very happy. I guess it drove downloads. I'm sure it did because, you know, Serena's very influential. So she says that Reddit is her favorite. And then he had a couple other Instagrams on his account where I'm mean, Instagram posts, not Instagrams, but he had a couple other Instagram posts and photos that were of her matches and of her winning her um, 22nd title. And he's like, oh, congratulations, Serena. You're great. And oh, I'm watching Serena. This woman has so much grace. Just cheeky cheerful excited posts about her but nothing with really any images of the two of them together which I looking back on them now I think they're very cute and sweet and innocent and just kind of show his admiration for her and that he's rooting for her without sharing too much and maybe that's Serena's boundary not to show too many pictures of them and in, in, in wrapped up in each other and maybe it's her boundary to not show her engagement ring I know there's a lot of celebrities don't really get out there and post pictures of their engagement ring but some do so it just like I said it's about your boundary as a person and everyone has different ones the biggest thing I'd love for you guys to take away from this episode is that you should have your own boundaries. I know we kind of get out there and we take pictures on the fly. We post on Instagram on the fly, but I always think about these things in the back of my mind, especially when I'm about to post something like, does this really align with who I am and what I want to do? Or does this caption come off as not so nice or not so friendly or not as something I'd like to be associated with who I am? Because if it doesn't, maybe I shouldn't post it. Maybe this is a picture that I have in my memories and not a picture that I share with my audience or with people online. Um, I'm constantly thinking of those things as I share stuff, as I share posts, as I share just updates with people. Like, does this fit who I am at the core? If it doesn't, I don't post it. And if it does, I do post it. And that's just how I look at things. And I encourage everyone to look at things that way. Like, you don't want to get up. And when I have bad days, especially, it's harder to not post very snarky things or very... um direct things about other people it's hard it does get hard but that's when I try to to journal or go for a walk which is my favorite stress reliever (laughs) um I try to put my attention in those places or spaces instead of online and another thing that I'm really big on is just stepping away from everything we get so caught up in all the imagery, all the videos and pictures that are out there, but sometimes we need to remove ourselves from it in order to think clearly and to see clearly what we need to do for ourselves outside of the lens of what everyone else is doing. Because I'm telling you, the the conversations are loud online, but you need to know how to navigate them in a way that's healthy for you. Um, and some, some conversations you have to walk away from. Like I've been on social media, I'm like, I should comment here. And then in the background of mine, I'm like, I should not comment here because it's not it's not going to do any good. 
not only will it not do any good, but in fact, it will do more harm than good. And at that point, I know not to start an argument that I'm not going to finish well. It's not going to go well. It's going to get ugly and I need to not even get it going. So be that person who walks away from a nasty comment thread because I'm telling you, there's so many nasty comment threads out there. I mean, some people just come to post just to look at the nasty comments. Don't be the person making them. (laughs) Try to keep away from those things. But now I'm going to recap the four ways to set digital boundaries around your love life. The first one is don't rely on likes and comments to make you feel good. It's a recipe for disaster. Don't do it. The second one is don't look at what other people post as a guideline for what your life should be like. It's not reality. Water the grass where you are. What I mean by that is focus on where you'd like to be and less on where they are because you don't know what they did to get to where they are or what they went through to get to that point in their life. Focus on where you are and where you'd like to be and then you'll be less stressed. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. The third thing is stick to your boundaries. Share your life, but don't ever forget the boundaries that you've set. If you don't want to share pictures of yourself in a tank top remember that when you're ready to take in the selfie in a tank top because you know you don't post pictures of yourself in the tank top so don't do it don't do it to yourself that's your boundary you're not going to do it when it comes to your relationship do you post pictures of yourself kissing your spouse probably not that's your boundary so make sure you stick to it the fourth thing is communicate so talk about your boundary with the person you're in a relationship with see if they agree see how they feel about it and then if you can't come to an agreement see how you could try to compromise because it's one of those things that could be a deal breaker like somebody might want to share every single picture every single fight all these little details that might not fit who you are it might not be the best route to take or best match for you if you guys can't see eye to eye on what you'd like to share and what you'd like to keep private so keep that conversation going for me it's it's always a steady conversation when I'm in a relationship with another person just because you have to respect how they feel about what you're sharing in addition to what you want to share and what you don't want to share so they might want to tell the world everything about your relationship and then you might not so find a common ground try to compromise and make it work that's what relationships are about right but the most important thing is just to communicate your boundaries to that person and see where you guys can can find a common ground together so it's time for the shrew and the unshrew so the untrue would be I'm really excited about everybody falling in love and all the relationships that are happening around me. I know sometimes it's it's bittersweet because it, it is relationship season and engagement season and it's cold outside and it's rainy and everybody seems to be in love. But at the same time, I feel like I'm in a really great place personally. So I'm happy for everyone and I'm excited about what they have going on. But I'm also excited for myself and about where I'm going and my next steps. But the but the shrewd side of that would be, man, comment threads. I saw so many ridiculous comment threads around Serena getting engaged. And then I saw this clip on Instagram of Felicia Rashad's daughter getting engaged today. And I saw some negative comments on there. It's like, dang, 
I just feel bad for people who see other people really happy and they don't like it and it makes them upset and it makes them angry. There's, it's hard. I mean, I understand, but it's, it's even more interesting to me that you have the audacity to write something negative or to try to bring someone down when they're in such a great moment of joy. That's pretty ugly. And you have to feel really low about yourself to, to try to like take someone's happiness away. That's, that's messed up. So don't be that person in the comment thread being mean. Don't be like that. You're better than that. Be the untrue. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please, please, if you'd like to keep in touch with me, follow me on Twitter. I am at the great Dana J on Twitter. You can email me at the great Dana J at gmail.com. That's T H E G R E A T D A N A J at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you guys. I am having the most fun podcasting. This is episode seven. And I can't wait to talk with you guys more. I'm actually building out a podcast calendar, coming up with a plan on what I want to talk to you guys about. I have so many ideas and a lot of things or new adventures that I'm taking on this year that I can't wait to share. So shoot me an email. Let's talk. Um, Let me know what you'd like to hear more of, because right now I'm just kind of coming up with coming at you with what I think you'd like to know and what you'd like to hear but I'd love to hear from you guys and if you like my podcast you can rate it in iTunes whatever whatever score you give me it'll help me learn on how to improve things in the future but I'd love a five-star rating that would be awesome (laughs) but anyway uh, I really appreciate all my listeners out there and I can't wait to continue with episodes in the near future and yeah continue sharing let me know what you guys think of this episode and I will talk to you soon bye